Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, in today's episode, we're talking shiny things syndrome, back testing, and strategy development. Welcome back to the Trading Coach Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Akil Stokes, former struggling trader turned consistently profitable trader, money manager, and now trading coach. If you guys are interested in coaching or just learning more about how to trade, make sure you visit our website, www.tier1trading.com. Now, I want to start off today's podcast by reading you the email that I got answering or asking some of these questions and of course going on to give you the answer the email says hey akil hope you and hope you and the family are well thank you for a great workshop last week i've been a member of tier one for about a year until recently and it was great to have the foundation again now i don't know when i'm going to put this podcast out but last week we hosted a free one week workshop on our platform we usually do it about two or three times a year so make sure you guys are in the mix whether you're on our email list or you're subscribed here to the trading coach podcast or you follow us on social media that way you don't miss our next workshop we usually do it about once a quarter or you know once every five months something like that but he says this email is a little bit of a rant a reflection and a cry for some advice i am really confident in my ability to carry out technical analysis and i really want to start trading but i don't have a tested strategy so for the last few months i've been trying to develop the daily chore into something profitable i keep coming up short but i do remember what you said that Testing is more about disproving something versus proving it. I was getting frustrated that I wasn't getting anywhere, and I've tried about five or six different versions of the daily chore, which didn't work to my liking. I found in the end, I was trying to force something that probably wouldn't even work for my psychology. So when I watched the video last week in the workshop from Jason on building a strategy around your personality and using the triangle of risk reward, frequency and strike rate, it was a brilliant reminder that has given me a clear target. I realized I was aimlessly testing and developing a strategy so it was profitable and not so it was suited towards me. I've since gone back to the drawing board. I know what I want out of a strategy. I'm using a variation of something I've read about online called 4H trending, four hour trending, I'm guessing that is. Um, and it's going well so far, but I keep seeing so many other things happening on the charts, which could either take me in different directions, shiny object syndrome, or adjust what I'm working on. Is this something you have ever suffered with and how did you deal with it? Man, is this something I have ever suffered with? <laughs> oh, so many, so many times. Let me, let me finish the email real quick and we'll, we'll get back to that. But he finishes by saying, I've started reading the book Trading in the Zone, which is a, a must read in my opinion. And it was really eye opening when he talks about the millions of different ways you can trade and that you need to have your own rules. It made me realize that there is no perfect system and there are a million different ways of trading one idea. 
I think this has been good for me, but I still find myself having an overactive brain when it comes to sorting out one strategy. It's almost like an endless pursuit of trying to be perfect um, to, or trying to perfect one idea where I keep going in circles. I can really see how trading is all about getting your psychology in order. And if you guys are new, we, we, we harp on this so many times, right? Trading psychology, trading psychology, trading psychology. There are really two parts, or I guess three parts of the trading puzzle. There is the, the technical side and the strategy side. There is the psychological side, which is the handling your mind state. And there's the business side, which is, you know, allows you to take things to the next level. And everyone usually focuses on the strategy side because it is important, right? You need a tool to make you money, right? But at the end of the day, as this trader mentioned, there are millions of ways to do that. And you can choose any one of those millions of ways. If you don't have your psychology, uh, psychology in check, every single one of those ways is going to fail. So that is why we say trading psychology is the most important part. Now, going back to kind of the one of the initial questions in the middle, is this something I've suffered uh, from really or, or deal with? Um, yes, 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 yes. I was, we caught system hopping, right? I was a system hopper for a very long time. And it started off with some of the same reasons this trader mentioned, right? I wasn't necessarily looking to create a, fist, a system that I was comfortable with, a system that fit my lifestyle, a system that I even believed in, right? I just wanted the system that would make me money, right? My whole agenda was search what can make me money, try to make money using it. Then I would fail. And then I would research, find something that can make me money, try to make money using it. And then I would fail. And I'd rinse and repeat over and over again. In fact, even after I signed up, even after I kind of bowed down to my ego and said, Akil, you're not going to be able to do this on your own. You need help. And I, I spent about, I, you know, I liquidated some of my trading account and spent about $4,000 on a training course and got coaching. Even after doing that, I still did the same thing. I took the same actions. I just said, okay, well now I've got a professional coach. This professional coach is going to give me the magic strategy that I've been failing to find on the internet for all these years. And once I find it, I'll just use it and make money. And I went through the same process over again. And it, it took a lot of these hits to kind of realize what this trader realized is, is that, you know, I need to find something that suits me because if psychology is an issue, and if I don't believe in what I'm doing, I'm never going to be able to master my trading psychology. So I really have to find something that I believe in. I really have to find something that fits my skill set, meaning something that I can actually do on the chart. If I'm not good at identifying price action patterns, then I shouldn't be a price action pattern trader, right? If I don't believe in indicators, then I shouldn't be an indicator trader. So I got to make all those things work. And it took me a while to figure that out. And it's funny at the end of this message, the email mentioned uh, the book Trading in His Own, which uh, from Mark Douglas is a great book. Again, I think it's a must read. But here's the thing. It's not a must read until you've been in a similar situation as this trader or a similar situation as myself. I believe that that book is its most powerful when you are maybe not quite at rock bottom, but you're on your way when you're, you're falling off that cliff towards rock bottom because you don't have that emotional attachment to it. If you are brand new and you were to read it right now before ever experiencing any type of frustration or pain in the market, 
it it really wouldn't hit the same. It'd be like, okay, yeah, yeah, he says this, he says that, yeah, he's saying all this stuff, yeah, that will never be me, blah, 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 right? So you don't really take it as seriously, right? When you've been in that dark, dark place for a very, very long time, the book speaks to you, man. It speaks to you, it calls your name. You see yourself and, and you start attaching memories to it. So when Mark Douglas is talking about this, you're like, oh man, I did that. I did that, that feels good. Or it doesn't feel good, but it feels good that someone can understand what you're doing and now you have answers on how to fix it, right? <clears throat> I didn't realize this till, you know, I started, I, n- I never planned on being a coach, but when I, when I was trading, I had this blog. It was really a journal to kind of just jot down my thoughts and my frustrations because that's what I was supposed to do. My mentor told me to do it. And I would write these blog posts and I would get all these awesome responses off of like me losing money or me making like dumb mistakes. And I always wondered like, why are people, why are these posts getting more likes and comments than every other post, right? Doesn't the internet just love the, the story of winning all the time and making a million dollars? And it, it hit me that people loved it because this is what the majority of traders were going through. Yet it wasn't what the majority of traders were seeing out there. So to finally have someone that was like, yeah, I sucked. I took targets early and then it went on to hit my would-be targets and more. And I left you know, 50% of my position on the, on the table or whatever like that. It, it, it hit different. And that kind of inspired my transparent co- coaching style now where I don't care if you like it or not. I'm going to tell you what it is. Um, so it's a great book to read after you've been through it. But I think we have to understand in order to deal with this problem Shiny thing syndrome is a real thing. And that's when we're, we see so much in the market that we want to try everything. And we often get distracted where it's like, ooh, I can add this. Ooh, I can try that. Ooh, that over there. We have to be disciplined enough to lock in on a single thing. And, and, and that's very hard, right? Depending on what type of mind you have. Some people are, it's very easy. Some people need to do a million things at once to kind of feel fulfilled. So you've got to tell yourself, hey, I need to focus on one thing. And the way that I convinced myself to do it was I thought about it from the business perspective, right? And before I got into trading, about the same time I got into investment, so the same time I got into the stock market as an investor, I started a real estate business, right, where I was buying properties. I wasn't buying and flipping, I was buying and renting. And I remember I started with a single property and I had this whole like little master plan, right? The same thing in trading, right? I I had a master plan in trading where if I just make 20 pips a day every day in six years, I'd take this like $5,000 account to a million dollars. It was this master plan. I had the same thing with uh, my real estate business where if you can imagine kind of like a like a flow chart, like a, like a family tree where it started with one property and then like that one property would grow into two properties and then those three properties would pay for the property four. So I could buy that with no money and then property, now I have four properties and that would develop into three more properties, right? This big tree. And I took that idea to my business mentor at the time and he said, hey, good idea, right? Because the goal is to get to 10 properties. Once you have 10 properties, you can start buying them with the profits from your other properties. Obviously, it's not a... It, it, depends on what your properties are worth and whatnot, but 10 was the goal to get to because once you get to the, the hard part is getting to 10. Once you get to 10, you can start kind of multiplying at a rapid pace. Um, and so I wanted to get the 10 real quick. So I'm like, how do, okay, how do I get the 10? How do I do this? And, and he sat me down and he said, hey, you want to know how you get the 10? You start with one. Because I did all this before I had my first property and I, and I was really scared to do it. Right. So he's like, if you're so scared to start with one, how are you ever going to get the 10? He said, so you, you get the 10 by this, you start with one. And then maybe a couple years later, depending on, you know, I didn't have a lot of income at the time. I wasn't really doing much. A couple years later, maybe you get number two. 
And then once you get two, it gets a little bit easier to get number three, right? Because you've got some equity and whatnot and blah, 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 one at a time. And I took that lesson from my mentor and put it into my trading business, right? Because, you know, I, I there was a point in time where I thought I would just have one magic strategy and, and, and that's it. It would work forever. But I, I learned very quickly in trading that it, it's really about diversification. I need to be talented. I need to be skilled in, in different aspects of the market to take advantage of different situations. So when I was trying to figure out my, my business plan for trading, I, I, I was bouncing all over the place between, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to do this, I want to do that, right? So I reminded myself of what my mentor told me. He said, hey, start with one. So I focused on one strategy and I wanted to get really good at that strategy. I didn't want to perfect it, right? I'm not a perfectionist by any means. I don't believe there's no such thing as perfection, right? Perfection is a, I don't want to say it's a pointless pursuit. I think the pursuit of getting as good as possible is a good pursuit. I think perfection is a pointless pursuit because you never actually achieve perfection. So you're always going to lose. And when you lose, you're always going to kind of want to go somewhere else. So I don't believe in perfection. I, I believe in, in being good enough. Right? I know that's, that's probably not a good message to send like your kids. Just be good enough, son. Um, but it's the reality. And my first strategy, I wanted to have something that made me money. I, I wanted to make it as good as I can possibly make it, understanding that there's going to be pros and cons, there's no such thing as as perfect. I wanted to maximize what I can make out of it. And understanding that once I maximize that, that would be like a property, right? That would be like a rental property. It would be, it would have a tenant, it would print me money, I wouldn't have to do much. And it would free up time. So once I had the first ball rolling and it's making me money, I didn't, it didn't take a lot of kind of time on the charts to do. Now I can focus my attention on the second strategy, whatever the other thing I was looking at, right? While I'm making money in the background. And that's the proper, proper way to progress. You focus all your time and energy and effort on one thing. That thing starts creating income for you. You then use that newly created time, right? While you're making income in the background to focus on your next thing. Now you have two things. Now you have two things that are printing your money. Now you start working on your third thing. And just like the housing uh, houses, right? One at a time. So if you find yourself kind of in that shiny thing syndrome loop where you're having trouble focusing, think about it like that. Write it out. Write down all the things you want to do, right? And you're going to find new things while you're back testing. And then prioritize them. What do I want to focus on first? What is going to be the thing that can start making me money right away? Because that is the goal, right? We want to make money right away. And again, I'm not saying rush, but I mean like, you know, we don't want to put, if we have a strategy that is that is almost ready to start using in the market that can make you money, we don't want to neglect that strategy for another thing that we're working on that we're miles and miles away. Start trading the thing that is good while you can work on the next thing. And then after that, if you feel the need to go to the next one, go to the next one, go to the next one. So shiny thing syndrome is a real thing, guys. It is frustrating. It is tempting. But remember, we need to treat our trading like a business. And like any business, we're focusing mainly on our main product first. And then once that main product is producing us profits, now we can start adding the other things. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And hey, if you have any advice or things that have worked for you and you want to share it with this trader, 
feel free to let me know if you're watching this on YouTube. Shoot me a comment in the comment section below. If you're not on YouTube, um, just shoot me wherever you can find me at on social media. I'm on Instagram, I'm on TikTok, I'm on Twitter, at Akil Stokes RTM. Feel free to send me a DM. I don't bite. Trust me, I love answering questions. I would say this, however, if you do get a DM from me, if I initiate one, it says something like, how's your trading? Something about Bitcoin. Give me money. It is a scam account. Unfortunately, there's a lot of them out there. They try to scam you guys. Don't fall for it. If they reach out, block, report, send me a screenshot. That way I can share it with my network as well and warn others.